welcome to Cardition It. I am Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Uh, oh, and I almost did the thing. I almost forgot the podcast about all things Kardashian, which sometimes <laughs> slips my mind uh, because we have a fun. Uh, we're doing a, another little uh, uh, travel version of the pod. Yeah. I think some people don't love these, and I, that's okay. They don't have to listen. Yeah, they guys, just, if you don't like this, this is where you can hop off. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like the bad sound quality, we get it. I totally get it. It's a real weighing out of like, would we should we skip a week or just like try to do an episode even if it sounds a little funky because we're over the phone. Um, yeah. And ultimately, you know, with this family, it's really hard to take a week off is what I would say. I thought about it. And then I was like, no, I think too much happened. Too much happens. It, it's like it increases our workload by such a level that it's impossible, not worth yeah, it. Yeah, we'd have a four-hour episode next week. Well, Marcy, why don't you tell people where where in the world is Marcy Jara? I am currently in Louisiana visiting my family. Mm. Uh, I Over the weekend was in Austin, Texas, and then Houston, and then now... Home sweet home, Louisiana. Louisiana. I have the frizziest hair. Oh, I wish you I could ever see did see it. Oh, because it's like summery. It's like full on summertime, I guess. Now I like didn't even yeah. think about that. I mean, it's it's the humidity is unimaginable down here. I I can't even. Yeah, I can't even think the last time was it. Um, I want to hear about Austin. How was your show? You guys, did, you guys went to the like a river float, or it looked like two. Uh. We did so much. We went to a honky tonk. Ah! We had a live show. Ah. We ate tacos. Mm. Um, we went to Barton Springs and got into possibly contaminated water. <laughs> it looked like um, a lot of we dogs. Went on a, too. a ghost tour. <gasps> and two people, like my friend Rebecca and Hannah Kasolka, um, who was our guest, heard a ghost on the ghost tour. No. Ghost? We yeah, we were at the Driscoll Hotel okay. in Austin, which is like this beautiful old, um, I think it dates back to like the late 1800s, this beautiful um, hotel in downtown Austin. And there's a story, there's a, a few like stories of different ghosts that haunt there. And one of them is about this little girl who was playing with her rubber ball upstairs mm-hmm. on the second floor of like the main lobby. And she... W- Lost her ball and was running after it and fell down the stairs and broke her neck on the very hard marble floors. So, but they were like, if you sometimes people say they still hear her ball. My friend Rebecca was like, I just heard it. I just heard it. <gasps> and then Hannah, like moments later, was like, oh, I heard it too. No. And we got a real ghost sighting. Oh, that's exciting. Not sighting, but hearing. A hearing. And then... Today, when I was flying from Houston to New Orleans, I saw Charles Barkley. Oh, from a ghost to a b-ball legend. This I is... mean, I just feel like I'm very lucky. That's exciting. People yes. love him. He's like, uh, he's a big deal, right? He's like an enormous celebrity. He like hosts all the sports recaps. I should stop talking. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a he's a big deal. Okay. Um, and. Uh, I think we have the Houston Rockets playing the Golden State Warriors in the finals. So oh, that was- it's a big deal time of year for b-ball. B-ball. Um, b-ball how, how was the what? show? Did you guys have fun? We had so much fun. It was just a great show. A little, I was a little tipsy for it. So, Woo! Um, yeah. 
it was the best. And the people there are so fun. It is just great all around. She's in the South, y'all. Uh, Austin's such a cool, it's like basically if Silver Lake were an entire city. Oh, Austin is so outrageously cool. Like I, it is the most, I feel like I've only been maybe like two times. But yeah, every time I've ever been, it's like, oh, well, this is the hippest. <laughs> I, it's truly like so cool and also down to earth in a lot of ways, yeah. but then too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're like, how are you charging me this much for brunch? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Cause it's, but it, it was great. So tell me, how was your show? Oh, thank you for asking. We did. We had such a show weekend. Look at us. The two of us. Um, it was so fun. It was a blast. It was such a good time. Um, Tia showed up. <laughs> she did a huge deal. She did huge. not flake on me, um, which was I truly was very prepared for it because I didn't really get confirmation for sure that she was coming from her like manager. Um, and I like day of was kind of just like, I guess we'll see. Um, and she showed up with her lovely husband. Um, who like hung out and they were just, she, she was like as perfectly chill as I remembered. She's so funny, stunning, truly unbelievable. And just like totally got it. Like it was just like truly a very, it, the, the vibe was like kind of different than the other ones. Cause I think it was a holiday weekend and it was like, just felt kind of like real loose and relaxed. Um, Eugene was so funny. Um, just delightful. And Aww. he and um, yeah, he told funny stories, talked about it was like what it was like making Kong, what it's like because um, an audience member asked um, uh, <laughs> the audience member was like, I have a question for Tia and Eugene. <laughs> Tia was like, is it uh, what it's like to be Filipino? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, he, and he was like, no, it was about the fact that you guys have both made action movies. And I was wondering what that was like. <laughs> so um, funny, and it was great he, he talked about that she told stories about like what it was like making Wayne's World and True Lies and how James Cameron is like really crazy about special effects and that it took like five days in True Lies to make get like the fire and explosions right and like just like right she was the bad guy yes one of the bad guys in True Lies yes <sighs> she just had so oh. many funny stories she talked about like seeing a really amazing story of seeing Harrison Ford like because I asked her like what is her most Holly weird moment like craziest LA moment she said like at kind of like peak of her movies she was in like a town car headed to a premiere and she pulled up next to Harrison Ford who was in the back of a town car and both their windows were down and they like winked and waved at each other and she said it was just like the craziest moment of her life and Fun. she just like got it and told so many stories what it was like when she read the script for Wayne's World for the first time and how she was like I have to she made a Wayne's World joke she was like I read it and I said I must have it. It will be mine. And I was like, it was great. And then Hadley told spooky stories that you would have loved. Um, I keep missing the spookies and they were, I get the kookies. Yeah, yeah. It was, this was more spooky than kooky. But yeah, the story, she kind of told some of the, like, the story of the Black Dahlia and the, like, yeah, just kind of haunted buildings around town. And it was great. It was really fun. Um, so hopefully, I think I'm going to take a tiny little break, but we'll see. Um, and hopefully I'll come back with more Holly Weird. But it was really fun. It was great. That's fun. I really see a future for all of our Kardashian listeners where Jeff is the host of a, like a network talk show. I, I truly have so much fun. Like it is true. I like stress about putting it together because it really is like a weird one woman operation. And then it is truly like the quickest hour of my month. Like it just is so fun to get to ask people to talk about my favorite stuff to ask people. 
Um, so hopefully, yeah, somebody who's rich and famous, um, give me a TV show and I'll talk all about whatever we want to talk about. Um, but in the meantime, I'll just keep interviewing friends and funny people and people who know a lot more about LA than me. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was such a good, like genuinely relaxing holiday weekend. Um, it felt hard to go back to work today. Boom. Oh, what did you do for Memorial Day? Um, so we went to Palm Springs just for um, just for the night. Um, so you crazy. Yeah, ju- we had some friends who had rented a house who were there all weekend, but because of my show, I could only go for one night. Um, and so, yeah, we just like got up and drove out. And it was funny because I was like, I wonder if that'll be like a lot of runaround, like just there and back. But if you do it right, which was just like got their plot by the pool, literally did not leave, napped, drank, grilled, and then got up in the morning. And I was like, no, I feel like I did it. I feel like I vacationed. Um, nice. I was like, that's the way you have to do it. Just like hanging out. Um, I realized my favorite feeling is being by a pool with friends and not talking and reading magazines. <laughs> oh, it's really nice. I just like sitting in water. <laughs> yes. Just like that. I, I think I, yeah, it was a good I've done a lot of Palm Springsing. My lifestyle lately has been a little, uh, a very Palm Springs focused more than usual. And I was like, I think my favorite thing is just like not speaking for a while by a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after like a show and everything. It was just really nice. But um, it was great. Um, and uh, yeah, and now I'm excited to be able to talk about the week of Kardashians <sighs> with you. Yeah, people were asking us what do we think of all this rhyme fest done to health business? You know, Should we jump into that? Yeah, I think we got to go there because I think that's the biggest story. Um, yeah, like I saw it first. I saw Kim's tweets first and was like, yes. what? And kind of was trying to work backwards from there. Um, it, I mean, it really is like a he said, she said. It seems like, you know, like I, I, from like I certainly am not like I haven't read everything, but it really sounds like you either believe that like Kanye really just that they both abandoned this foundation and couldn't give a fuck um, or that this guy is like slandering Kanye in the press and dragging his name. And like, it, you know, is a, it just it's really it's it's well, gnarly. So if we had to sum it up, basically, there's a foundation in Chicago, right? Right. That um, I guess. Uh, Kanye partnered with this person, Rhymefest, who I don't know who that is. Is well, that a person I'm supposed to know? I Here, I'll tell you the truth. We always sound a little out of our lane when we... Uh, we are. We are out of our lane is the answer. But he is, uh, he's like, seems like a very well-respected um, historic rapper that uh, like wrote a lot of Kanye's first um, albums. And so they have like a long okay. history of, or, you know, co-wrote. Um, and so they have like a long history together. I'm sorry to anyone who I'm sounding wrong and uh, inaccurate. Yeah, to. I'm doing my best. Yeah, this is brand new to us. Um, so uh, <laughs> I told Marcy I get really nervous when I try to ex- when I veer yeah. out of my when I veer into any rapper. I I'm out of my lane and I know it is what I just wanted to say. <laughs> so I think um, Rhymefest was turning Kanye West's child at home into Donda's house, so making it like a. Uh, a center for like the youth of Chicago yeah. and it was a foundation that Kanye was partnering with and then now he's claiming that basically Kanye was said said fuck the youth of Chicago yes. and now he's asking Drake to step up and partner with him Right. so Kanye hasn't said a word about it No. he's busy, he's in Wyoming Right. he's producing a bunch of stuff he's busy, busy, busy but Kim does the thing that Kim does when Kanye legally can't do something, mm. she does his dirty work. Yes, she and does. And so she's the one who's been tweeting 
let's see, she tweeted, you haven't been right since you got kicked out of the studio in Hawaii wearing fake Yeezys at Rhymefest. You're over-leveraging Kanye's name and ask Kanye to donate money to you, so stop with your fake community politics and lies. Truth is, you haven't been able to sustain the foundation. Another tweet is, I saw you at our studio a few weeks ago, so why didn't you bring this up then, Ryan Fest? You were trying to get Kanye to listen to your subpar beats. You have the audacity to use Kanye's mom name to try to shed negative light on Kanye. And then another one, you didn't say this when Kanye paid you up front, then you disappeared during Pablo. Hashtag real friends at Ryan Fest. Fuck, I spelled leveraging wrong. Typing while piss will do this to you, cry face. Uh, or cry laugh face. Um, you better believe I will make it my mission to take Donna's house from you and let my children run it the way it should be run at Rhyme Fest. Nice. Oh, and lastly, your flight is canceled to Wyoming. You thought you were really worthy to be on this album. Laugh, cry, laugh, cry, laugh, cry. Sorry to all my followers for flooding my timeline. I know you have no idea who Rhyme Fest is. Ooh, savage, savage. I gotta say, okay. I do not like this from Kim. I will tell you. Here's the thing. I think this is important because we have been point. It's been pointed out that we do a lot of defending of Kim, and I think we acknowledge it a lot. But the, the, there's a bit of she can do no wrong. Um, you know, and the family can do no wrong. Uh, and I know that that might be a, a takeaway, um, but I do think I'm with you and that I think this is a bad look on Kim. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's like I think it's just like every piece of it bringing her kids up that it's connected to Kanye's mom, that it's like a nonprofit for children in Chicago where like Kim has no connection, really. And it's like yeah. just like talk about lanes. It's like this feeling of like. I love how much they love each other. I love that she has his back in a certain sense. And in the Taylor Swift moment, it was like so savage, but really was this clear kind of name. It was, it felt also, pretty straightforward. She was fighting on her level with Taylor. Yes. With this person, it feels like punching down full stop. And like, it just, it's like, it, it's so, such a muddled, it's not just like entertainment world bullshit, like celebrity bullshit. It's like, this feels like, hey, man, this is like a children's nonprofit named after Kanye's dead mom. Like, yeah. th- does the tone have to be like oh, cry face emojis and fake Yeezys and like your ticket is canceled? Like, it's so snarky high school mean girl. It's re- It's like a real bitchy mean girl look and it's like i don't like thinking of kim in that light and in these moments i'm like that's the thing is like to not forget it i think that's the point is it's a good reckoning moment to remember like oh yeah she's been pop she's been like a popular girl her whole life like i remember someone telling me that who had like worked on friends back in the day or worked it was like in front knew a friends writer or something and was like i was asking questions about like um what it was like and what they were like and they were like jennifer aniston is like one of those people that's like never not been popular and beautiful, you know, and you forget that like, if you've only ever been popular and beautiful, like that affects a lot of your personality, not everybody, but it's like with Kim, you're like, Oh yeah, you're mean. <laughs> well, so Rhymefest responded. Should I read it? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. 
Or uh, yeah, so, go for it. Either the dear Kim Kardashian West. I'm sure everyone loves hearing me read over the phone in an echoey room, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care if no one on your timeline knows who I am. The people in my community and in my city do, and that's what truly matters to me. Mm. Your husband and I have been in correspondence for the last two months, which, as you stated, even you saw me in the studio recently. Kanye asked me if I would come help him with his album again. I wasn't seeking Kanye. He was seeking me. I spoke to your husband about peace and balance as well as about the work we've been doing in Chicago regarding Donna's house. He was more interested in his record. Understand that the mission of Donna's house has always been the value of the the value of collaboration, community and empowering youth to pursue their creative goals and dreams. What part about that would make it worthy of you or anyone else destroying it? Speak to the 500 plus youth that we worked with show up, to the upcoming audition that we have scheduled for young people to perform at festivals this upcoming Friday. Flip the bill as we have done for youth to record or contact more of your famous friends to actually come and sit down with with youth. How can you criticize an organization that you never physically been or that you never even talked to the executive director or any of the team. And lastly, I actually knew I was more mentored by Dr. Donda West personally mm. and have met with and spoke to hundreds of her students, mentees, who not only support the work that we are doing in Chicago, but compel it. At this point, if you and Kanye want us to dissolve the organization so that you can do the work, we welcome that. As we will continue from our home in the south side of Chicago to do what we can to support community, We, the community we worked five years to build in spite of you and Kanye's lack of interest or support you have been not privy no sorry you have been not privy to conversations that we've had emails that they have been sent and frankly the positive press that kanye's received has as a a result result yeah yeah i encourage you instead of attacking me personally to google us watch the videos on our youtube channel featuring our work and come actually speak to the young people who have been involved in our program before you in your position of privilege from god knows where in the world via social media attempted to dismantle this valued community asset you and your team know how to get in contact with me and we're waiting your decision because our community will be okay regardless sincerely chi rhymefest smith yikes uh yeah that's how you respond um i think that's a pretty like i think that's a good shutdown is my honest answer i think it looks like when you're when you are like being in that kim bitch bitchy like snarky tone i think coming at it and being like hey man i'm gonna continue like i think that is he i think he really owned her in that sense of just like cool well I, we're going to continue uh, working with children in Chicago so you guys can kind of go fuck yourself. And in this um, other link, it talks about how, I don't know, that they actually did, um, they put out a statement, Donda's house, uh, over the weekend to, they're changing the name. So it says, a final statement from Donda's house. Due to recent events that have occurred over the last 48 hours, we've decided to no longer use the name Donda's house, Inc., This has been an incredibly difficult decision, but the social media quotes from Kim Kardashian West, as well as the expressed interest of her family running the organization, has brought us to this decision. Over the last five years, we've put our students in community first. We'd like to thank our supporters and assure you that our hearts have always been with the city of Chicago and we will continue to support youth in our future endeavors. We encourage Kim and Kanye to indeed pick up the baton of service. Ooh! Yikes. Yeah. I mean... She should have known better than to take to Twitter, even if he started on Twitter. Yeah. Because he did start, and that is, he kind of is, like, really snaky. 
in that way in his response it sounds all of a sudden official yes. whenever he came at them first but right. she should have she should know better than to come like, like i said it's just punching down yeah she's got more to lose in that i think you know um Although she did do one thing nice. Oh, this is me doing that thing. But <laughs> I, I, this has nothing to do with, like, the children of Chicago. But um, in California, there was, like, this news story about this 79-year-old man who raped a 5-year-old girl. And Ooh, he was only sentenced to 90 days of house arrest. And Jesus that's it. Christ. 90 days of house arrest. And this, um, I think Kelly Blouse... Um, she might be one of the Parkland kids. Oh, okay. Um, God, but so she amazing. tweeted out, since he doesn't have to go on the sex offender registry, let it be known in the court of public opinion instead. His name is Lyle Burgess in California, and he is the founder of an auto part company, Rare Parts Inc. Spread the word, let everyone know what he is, since the law won't. Mm. And Kim Kardashian West with 60 million followers retweeted it. Okay, a little yin to that yang. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing in comparison. I mean, it's basically, I just, you know what it feels like to me? Huh? She's got a real fire lit underneath her, right? Yeah. There's a bee in her bonnet. A bee in her bonnet is a perfect way to describe it. <laughs> and she's, she's like got a lot of anger and she's like throwing it out at people. Well, because I also do think she gets a lot of reaction when she gets sassy. People like Sassy Kim and it's newer. And so it's like anything when like I think celebrities get a lot of um, response then it's like, well, I'm going to do my thing that I do, you know, and I'm like yeah. she saves up for it. And I think that like, yeah, she like under the guise of being like the most loving wife does it, but it's like, Hey man, this is not your battle. Like, I don't know. It may be other, maybe it's a married couple thing that I'm not um, part of, but it's like, I just feel like let him handle that. It's just a bad look. And especially on the heels of him being like so publicly crazy. And it's just like, I don't know guys, just chill out. You guys relax and just enjoy Wyoming. God, you're on vacation. It's not stopping yet. Oh, so. yeah. This next one is really bad, Marcy. It's really bad. I hate okay. this. So the headline in Variety is... Oh, oh. you read it. You got it. Oh, okay. Woof, guys. Buckle up. Um, <clears throat> Whitney Houston's estate, quote, extremely disappointed in Kanye's choice for Pusha T album cover. Oh, my God. So this is apparently... Uh, you know, Kanye is producing this new Pusha T album called Daytona. It was released on Friday. Um, and I guess at the last minute, Kanye West decided to use a photo, an actual photo of Whitney Houston's drug strewn bathroom. So it's an actual photo from, uh, 2006, um, that was taken after an alleged drug binge. Um, he paid out of pocket 85 grand to license the photo, uh, and according to Pusha, d- d- uh, did a radio interview and he said that he changed the artwork at the very last minute. Quote, he changed my artwork late last night at 1 a.m. Uh, he wasn't feeling it. The original artwork, it was pictures we'd all agreed on. He picked the photographer. I took these pictures. I was like, uh, yo, these are fresh. I picked all these pictures out. He had a little edit to do how he wanted the actual grading of the picture to look. Pick the picture. Great. We look. Boom, boom, boom. It's good. Sorry, you have to hear me read these. And then uh-huh. at the last second. I guess swapped it out for this like photo of um of yeah of Whitney Houston's uh like really kind of sad looking bathroom counter. 
and then, yeah, the family basically was like, hey, this is a bummer that even in death, I can't find the actual quote from the estate, but um, oh, yeah, they said a rep for Houston's estate said, we are extremely disappointed in Kanye's choice. Even in Whitney's death, we see that no one is exempt from the harsh realities of the world. That sentence really got me. I was like, damn. I mean, the, no, the, the story of, of Whitney and her life and all of that is so truly tragic. And it's just like, ah, why? Why, Kanye? Why? It is. And then her daughter dying. Yes. I mean, it's like. It is like one of the worst, like, because there's that doc coming out. Um, and I just saw the trailer for it. Like, the, that's the one that's like officially sanctioned by the family. Um, and it like alleges like you find out that apparently, and this is the, from the family. They're for the first time saying for Whitney, um, that she was sexually, uh, molested by a family member, by a female family member. Um, and that uh. they say that is in their opinion, you know, whatever the, uh, root reason for her, like what they felt like was a lot of her inner turmoil over her lifetime. So it's just like the insane timing of like, that's the doc, the doc's about to come out. There's a lot of press about like revisiting like the, uh, Yeah. Um, Bobby Christina and all of it and it's just like why are we putting this photo on the cover of an album? Especially without context to show me like I don't know unless it's like heavily nodded to in yeah. the album which he, I haven't listened to but like but he I sounds read, like surprised I, by it you know huh? like the Pusha sounds surprised by it he sounds like he's yeah. like we yeah I know it's weird huh like that it quote reads to me that way dark but I apparently that's like sort of like the tone of the album okay and kanye was the sole producer on it and he's like really going for a bleak dark vibe i just don't i'll tell you what here's the thing i don't like it <laughs> yeah i mean it was described as like ugly ugly reality um and i and that's it does feel like that yeah yeah let's just let whitney rest in peace i think she's got i think yeah, I don't know that we need to revisit Whitney's like terrible, sad uh, drug problem that killed her and also her daughter. But that's just my two cents. Um, but anyways, enough of Kanye and Kim. For a I mean, at least until I can watch a documentary. Yes, at least it. until I can really cry my eyes out over a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Exploring every damn angle of it. <laughs> Um, moving on. Uh, we got this story. Yeah. About we got a little Chloe Tristan. Um you want to go through this one? Yeah, apparently she's being needy. So they're officially back together, mm-hmm. but friends that are close to them say she has good days and bad days with Tristan. They had a very calm relationship before those videos and pictures were released. Now their relationship has changed. An insider claims the new mom has been keeping her basketball BF on a tight leash as she finds it hard to trust Tristan when he goes out of town for games. Uh, you think? Uh, the tone of this article this is cosmo is so intense <laughs> yeah it's like the, they also said, yeah they also said she thinks it's up to him to prove himself that he can be a great partner and dad before uh, adding she's definitely more needy and in his face now this has been causing some conflicts ah i'm sorry she i mean look there's so many pieces to this First of all, all couples have good days and bad days. That's not, yes. it's not like a post cheating scandal reality. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, needy is such an unfair, it like is so doing the exact thing, the way these play out where it's like putting the burden on, it's like the burden is so on her, you know? Yeah. Oops, I have music playing out of my computer. Hang on. 
stop. Um, also, there was one that says, uh, one of the tweets that Chloe, she's been kind of tweeting some cryptic stuff. She has. And then she's been, she says, uh, people spend too much time finding other people to blame, too much energy finding excuses for not being what they are capable of being. People these days are focused on so much on, are focused so much on someone else's life instead of their own. It's so funny for someone who spends all day posting like videos that like um, aspirational, like get my diet, how I wash my hair, my favorite socks and being like, ugh, people are so obsessed with other people's lives. It's like, bitch, because of you, that's how you make your damn money. But I do think also I, I don't like hating on Chloe right now. But it is funny to me. She's always, even pre-scandal, been like the queen of the cryptic tweet. Like she loves oh, a crypt. Yeah. She loves like a cryptic gram post and a crypt. Like she loves a quote. She is every every person we went to high school with. Yes. Like the way. Remember that was like a period on Facebook. People like don't do it as much anymore. But it was like people would do that so much more. It would just be like when you kind of everyone did put more like first person like emotional updates, and it would be like so disappointed right now i can't even speak and it's just so everyone would be like what's going on honey what's up what happened and then they never tell you no and they'd be like just feeling you know just going through some shit and it's like the idea of like being publicly cryptic is so so funny to me <laughs> i will say this though if he's on a tight leash he deserves a yes! noose like yeah. you know like <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but you know what I mean? Like he deserves it. Like, the tight leash is even like the, I mean that that's the thing. It's problematic. I hate it's, that terminology with like men or dogs and they're on a leash. It's so stupid. Like one, she, she should just fast forward two years and go ahead and break up with them, but oh, she won't. She She'll won't. live through it. But, no, she will. She's, if like, she's battling course, this storm, she's like, uh, she's doing it. Yeah. Of course they're getting in fights though, because Chloe is so sort of, two-faced in a way yeah where she's like so hyper sweet and then so insanely aggressive yes and so she's probably he's probably seeing the insanely aggro chloe for the very first time and let me just say that if he hasn't said it seen it before he probably won't like it (laughs) it's also just this idea of like this idea of like she took him back. You know, it's like the way a tabloid wants to frame it all. And it's like as if them staying together, which, you know, however you feel about it, it's like, no, it's not about like tight leashes and like they're getting in fights. It's like they're in a bad part of their relationship. They're yeah. staying together. They're figuring he, it out. But it's it, yeah. it's bad right now. Saying you forgive somebody doesn't mean that you wake up and you've reverted. Everything not is to, the same. Yeah. Not to mention that she's got a new baby and yes. I'm sure even with help she's probably really tired and exhausted and like you know probably just like not interested in his bullshit yes that's like I just the, the way I notice it in all like tabloid reporting and like celebrity couples converse it's like this idea that like well they they came out the other side it's like no you can still be together and also it can be fucking bad for a while but you're trying to yeah. see if like it's what you both want, you know, or like, can she really forgive him? Like I was reading like all of the, the Chloe pieces and it was really striking me how everybody describes forgiveness as like, I like a head nod, like, and I'm done. And it's like, well, wait, that's not how forgiveness works. It's like, you say it and you work towards it, you know, Yeah. you see if it's true, but we're human. Also, like, let's not forget. She's not the bad guy. Yes. <laughs> she's definitely not. 
I mean, you know, she's obviously got the past issue with his ex and all like, you know, the, the nature of their relationship as she got into it, but she didn't do anything to anybody. Yeah. Oh, then Trisha sent us this Bill Maher bullshit. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, so Bill Maher tweets, I'm rooting for the Rockets because then in the finals, Khloe Kardashian will have fucked a guy on each team. America, fuck yeah. That's insane. Barf. (laughs) I hate him so much. I hate him so much. Timmy's walking through. Hi, Timmy. <laughs> I said, Shh. "Hi, Tim. <laughs> Tim, like- do you like Bill Maher? You getting Marcy's asking you? Well, I love this hilarious tweet. Oh, he loved this one <laughs> hilarious tweet. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. Uh, yeah, I feel like isn't Bill Maher like a loathable piece of shit, and everybody knows it? Like, why is that even a person that still gets? To- I guess Twitter, you can just do what you want. Um, oh, that is God. like. Truly the most insane. Um, also, it's so funny because all it points out is that, like, he knows a lot about Khloe Kardashian's dating life, which, like, I actually don't think a lot of men do. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I mean, I even had to be like, wait, one, two, what, what are you talking about? Right. Like, it points out way more about, like, his interest in uh, Khloe Kardashian than, like, anything negative about her. And also, don't like... Keep- if you want yeah. to point out that she likes NBA players, like, welcome to the party, dude. Like, this is, we are years deep in this. Yeah. <laughs> Not Ugh, a- I hate him. Anyway. Ugh. We uh, did get some cute pics of True and Chai over, or Chai. Um, we saw them oh, over the holiday weekend. God, I could truly, I, I feel very in love with both those little faces. I think those are... <laughs> Two of the cutest so babies cute. I have seen come out of this family. I know it's not a competition. Oh. We already know Kim and Kanye make very beautiful babies, but I mean, also, True is so, speak, so, so cute. Speaking of beautiful babies, it was Scott's birthday. <laughs> and um, he posted a picture of him and Mason kissing. And they oh, so I cute. thought you were going to make a joke about Sophia being... <laughs> oh yeah she's 19 this is the funniest article when you really put it the next one coming up about <laughs> courtney trust sophia right yeah, but, oh it's so funny that courtney like is sort of on board with sophia hanging out because she trusts her i'm like yeah because that's how old babysitters are exactly they're 19 exactly and the more that like scott is off with sophia and they're and able to just like have his own life i feel like the more that uh court actually gets to just like be doing what she wants to do right now which is like run around the world with eunice you know like yeah who cares let him let her take the kids whatever i have a question for you okay do you think when the kids go with scott the nannies go with them yes yes oh my god I think for liability's sake. I mean, like, I think he's just like, I think he, I think that is just, yeah, I think they, they got to have the nannies there. I don't think he, there's a world where the two, where Scott and a 19-year-old socialite can take care of three kids. They, I feel like that is so beyond the their reach as, as far as, like, ability. And they, like, all they want to do is, like, be on yachts and be, like, cartoon gross rich people. I hope people. those babies are wearing life vests. I know. I bet they have great nannies. I bet all these kids have insanely wonderful nannies who are paid a lot of money or, you know. I mean, but they can't be there 24-7, right? I don't know. They got the money. You never know. I mean, but even still, like, normal people need a break. Like, 
<laughs> I hope they're not breaking uh, labor know, laws. Labor laws. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does have a full time babysitter with him, so I guess there's that too. Who I, uh, I, I wonder I, if he pays her like fifteen dollars an hour to watch his kids. <laughs> She's he's like invite a pe- or order a pizza and invite your friends over. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last one, I found this one right before. Oh, I don't know why. It's not funny, but it made me laugh. I don't know why. Uh, Brody Jenner, um, uh, who we all know. I don't need to intro who Brody is. Um, he, I guess, is getting married soon, which I did not know, to a woman named Caitlin Carter. Um, spelled which different. Is weird. Yeah, spelled. spelled <laughs> His with a, father's name is Caitlin. His dad's <laughs> name is Caitlin. His wife's name will be Caitlin. Spelled with a K. K-A-I-T. Okay, um, good. He's getting married in Bali, which does inform some of this. But in an interview, he said, my two little sisters, we never heard from them. They never even RSVP'd. I don't think (laughs) we sent them an invite, but we just never heard anything back. Well, they'll be missed. I would have loved to have had them there. (laughs) That is so rough, guys. Those are his actual biological half sisters. They are like his actual sisters. Like, I mean, even if they weren't biologically related, it doesn't matter. But it's truly to me so funny that they like they to the press. He's like, oh, yeah, they didn't RSVP. I don't know. <laughs> like this family is so distanced. It's so crazy. Although they go to pains to say that um, uh, Caitlin has work commitments that have been set up for months and uh, couldn't be changed in the end. But everything is good between them. She'll be throwing them a big party when the newlyweds return to town. Um, I mean, the fact is that Brody wasn't super supportive, right? Of Caitlyn, of the transition? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I guess I don't remember how the... I guess all the all the other kids, I think, uh, were kind of not really... They were all kind of like, well, yeah, but she was a shit dad. I think, I think Brandon was, like, more supportive. I think Brody wasn't, and I think the girls side with their father. Like, they mm. just do. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I'm very, uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to see if the, uh, Kylie and Kendall will reply at all, but also like, I guess they could give two shits. I yeah. am so curious. Yeah. This family, my God, what a mess. Um, but I guess, yeah, Brody's getting hitched. Um, so that's where he ended up. What does Brody do now? What do we think he does? Like for- he writes articles about his famous family. relatives. <laughs> I remember he had like a radio show or a talk show or something like I feel like he's just been flailing around uh and I'm very like I don't even know but a lot of these people I just thought Kristen Cavallari like is gonna have like an e-reality show and I was like I guess she does red carpet stuff and I was like I've had enough Uh, speaking of like mean popular girls who've been like mean and popular forever it's just like enough um I'm a hater anyways anyways um do we want to get to this episode yes ma'am okay Guys, we have another we're we're moving. We're moving through season two. Um, and this is the beginning of a very big storyline. This is huge. Yes. This is huge. Um, so this is episode two of season two. Um, and I what it's I think it's just called Rob as a girlfriend, right? That- yes. So it's kind of broken up into two parts. One is about Rob having a girlfriend. The other one is about Chris getting some chicken. <laughs> equal footing um yeah it's and this is where we learn uh we meet uh andrea right that's her name andrea adrian 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 right yeah why did i write andrea um 
maybe autocorrect yeah maybe it's i see andrea all over it no i have it i get it right later anyways unimportant for you guys um yeah so we first have like uh the sisters are kind of talking that they haven't seen much of rob he's been so busy and hard to get a hold of what's going on with rob what's going on with rob also i was like you know the thing is like they're like he's not here it's like you guys never showed him on camera we didn't know that (laughs) yeah suddenly we're supposed to see this like gaping hole in the storylines and it's where's rob it's like we don't know anything about rob at this point he's just like in the background always with his shirt off which comes in yeah um so then we yeah they're like uh then we immediately cut to rob has a girlfriend this episode was sorry i'm breezing through because my notes aren't great that's fine also it was so on it it was like the least eventful yeah it was very produced too so so his it's a very laundry heavy episode it is a laundry heavy episode because Adrian's like teaching him like how to do laundry. Great. I learned some tips and tricks. It was awesome. Yes. Then later, whenever she goes to his house, he's carrying a trash bag that I can only assume. God, I caught that too. And that they didn't call that out. I thought thought was so weird that we did a missed opportunity to be like, well, I guess he didn't learn. Right. He brought his laundry. Um, here's a funny, so here was my question for you. So he starts dating, um, Adrian Bailon, who at the time, was very famous from Cheetah Girls. Yes. Now, I d- was this like I remember knowing what Cheetah Girls were. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia now. It was it was a Disney group? Okay, created. Oh, it was Adrian, Kylie Williams, Sabrina Bryan, and Raven Simone. Um, and so they had a, they had movies and a music group. Is that what it was? Like I didn't really ever know. I think the Cheetah Girls were a music group. Okay. On the TV show. Oh. And so it's like a Hannah Montana. When, so they therefore then did movies and um, tours. Wow, this is pretty. It's pretty crazy. They had a clothing line, several perfume collections, doll lines, room decor, book series, and a video game line. They grossed over $43 million on their second tour and sold over 3.6 million records. Okay, well, so yeah, so she was very famous at the time and maybe still now, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, they're like very in love and we basically learn, it's just the, the whole storyline is just like they're very in love. They kind of create this like silly thing where the sisters, he finally tells the sisters over lunch that I've got a girlfriend now. Uh, and then it immediately gets up and leaves the table. And he says, you know, he's hesitant to bring the sisters around them because it's hard because the family is so overwhelming. Oh, but before this, then he, sh- he does show something crazy, which is a bit of a harbinger of things to come. I think you know what I'm talking about. When he lifts his shirt up and we see he has her full name tattooed on his chest. Yes. We also find out later in the episode episode that they've been dating for three months. Yeah, that's a little soon. Also, like, as soon as he shows his tattoo, Chloe touches his his skin and then is like, oh, Rob, why'd you do that? Oh, all you ever do is walk around in your Calvins. And then it made me think, what if Rob was in the Calvin campaign? Oh! <laughs> Could you imagine? There's another reality where Rob's in that barn. Oh, my God. It's like a sliding doors. What could uh-huh. have been? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that he would have been in that Calvin ad. If he would have never gotten that first tattoo, he would have been in that Calvin ad. Adrian was a bad thing for him. Um, I mean, he's a bad thing for him. He's the bad thing for him. She seems actually so truly lovely. Who knows? But, um, yeah, they're like, they seem, here's the thing. It's like, obviously, who knows? But they seem very truly in love. I mean, they're college age. They're so young. 
Although she's a yeah. little she's a little older, I think. But um, but yeah, they're like very very in love. There are lots of, lots of scenes of them like just canoodling and smooching. They cannot keep their hands off of each other. Um, yeah, I think the big thing is the girls are like, we gotta meet her. We've so. got to meet her. They, they steal his phone when he yeah. gets up and goes to the bathroom. They get her number. Then they call her and they set up like a coffee date with her, <laughs> which is like right outside of Dash, right too. outside of Dash, like, truly they, next door. They love to do this like cafe setup, basically that's like on the side of Dash. I don't think it's so they like don't have to like close the store. I guess. Yeah, and they don't want to pay so a location few fee. Go in and out of there; it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> and then they basically like kind of have this awkward like it. It's not even awkward because she's very cool and chill, and I think like is you know like knows what they're after and so they basically are asking her like are you in love with rob uh we want to make sure he doesn't get his heart broken and then she of course as all people in their early 20s say i think he's the one uh (laughs) like we obviously know that that's not how it worked out um but yeah she's and she kind of goes in a whole thing about how like it's the first guy that she's been she's introduced as her boyfriend and it's a big deal for her and that he's a great guy and blah 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 the sisters go oh he's she's nice we love her is basically yeah. like where that lands uh we do then, oh, you go, go ahead. ahead well we get this next scene where they go over to the house and rob does something awful <laughs> which is his she he decides to bring adrian over to meet the family and they walk through the door with said trash bag and kendall and kylie and chris go to greet them and they're like meeting her supposedly for the first time and hugging her and saying hi and he's like isn't she prettier in person which is weird weird thing to say and they're like yeah these are his like preteen sisters and then she goes in his mom and then he goes she's even better naked ew it's the, uh, one of the grosser Kylie's moments horrified when he says that i was horrified it was just like dog what that's your mom and your sisters like what are you talking about like he's a loser he's such a loser it's just it is it's like i i wrote in my notes this time i was like rob is very stupid i think yes i think he is very stupid Because I truly was like, is Rob the stupidest in the family? Maybe, maybe Rob is the dumbest. Maybe he's like the runt in a certain oh, sense. Oh, for sure. Like he got runt brain. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, anyways, the the relation we the, they meet the family. It's all going swimmingly, and then record scratch. I will say there was a funny thing with Kendall and Kylie because Adrian is so small. Yes. And Kendall and Kylie are such tall tweens. Yes. They, literally pick her up and start running around the house while holding her <laughs> I, know. I was like is that like a thing that how people hung out and played <laughs> yeah like, what is this they're just like running around carrying adrian <laughs> yeah like, but <laughs> so yeah the, the record scratch, record yes. scratch is she's got to go shoot a cheetah girls movie in india for three months three months man movies take a long time it's true um I said, like, I know I've never made a movie. What am I talking about? Um, And Rob is like, it's amazing because these scenes with Rob being upset about her going to shoot the movie. He's like legit crying in them. Like, it's really intense. It's such a like a peek behind like his codependency issues. Yes. Totally. You know, and how he even like understands how closely he relates it to his father. Over and and over again. Kind of 
scary how much he understands it and yet has no control over it. Oh my God. A hundred percent. Like the first time they're kind of trying to weave that thread of like, yeah, he kind of like hasn't been the same since our dad died. And you're like, well, yeah, I mean, of course. And like, oh, to see him this happy and that she's like bringing him happiness after all this pain. You're like, yeah. And then it kind of keeps like beating that in terms of just like and then he finally pretty much says it, you know, and he's just like, I forget. Uh, yeah, like a piece of him disappeared and that she like fills a piece. Uh, and it like by the time they like get to the airport, I was like, this is honestly really rough. This is like hard yeah. to watch. Like he's crying like and she's crying, too. And like it's it's not one sided, but it's just like on this. Sh- I, I don't think you see people really that. I mean, it's 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 really intense. Like I felt really like, oh, God, but he is like. You can feel he is like inconsolable. Like he can't, he's like, but I'm with her every second. And you're like, oh yeah, this is codependent Rob. Like he cannot figure, he's not happy for her. He's like incapable of seeing it as like her career, her opportunity, anything. And it's like, yeah, three months without your partner is a long time and they're young, but it's like, it's literally him being like, don't go, don't go. And you're like, oh shit. It's so selfish and nasty. It's nasty. It's like shrouded in love and like, but it is like really selfish. You're like, but that's not what's good for her. No. Oof. And then he like call on the way home calls Chloe crying and she's like, come to me. And he's like, no, I just need to go home and be alone. And it's like, this is how he does. This is like his, the cycle of his like agoraphobia. And oh like- yeah, totally. And I think you also see how much like, Chloe and him are like have always been so simpatico in this way and you see it there you know like that they're like and the basically yeah it ends with um with the sisters surprising him with a gift at the end of the episode uh they give him a little video camera <laughs> he also has a line that made <laughs> that I truly laughed out loud where he's opening the camera they're inside of dash they really shot the hell out of dash this episode <laughs> Yeah, they really wanted to make it a Dash centric. So for some reason, Rob has come to Dash and then he's opening the gift. It's a video camera from the sisters. And he goes, what is this mumbo jumbo? (laughs) (laughs) He can't read. He went to a college degree. He He was a my alma mater. He went to USC. Why is he so dumb? Um, But they what is this mumbo jumbo? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, it's an itinerary, Rob. You're an idiot. Rob, it's a plane ticket. You're going to India. Jumbo. Um, oh God! It made me laugh really hard. But yeah, they said they do a nice thing uh, that I'm sure E paid for, uh, and they buy him a ticket to India so he can go see her, um, whether she likes it or not, whether it impacts her job or not. <laughs> I know how weird. Like, I mean, without asking, helpful. I don't know. They're all bad. They're bad. But so that's the main storyline, and then we get. Uh, this insane hijinksy subplot of chicken, 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 yeah, chicken. This weird sugar shaming scene with Chris oh, yeah. and Kim, and then some lady named, some trainer named Cassie Kale, Kaler. Oh, yeah, know. I wrote her name Kathy down. I don't Kaler remember. Kaler comes over and she starts throwing away all her food and tells them to get a chicken coop, as if like, oh, the way to be healthy is to eat a shit ton of eggs. Like the last time I checked. I think they ha- cause high cholesterol. Yeah, that um, to equate like a diet overhaul with like you gotta get chickens. <laughs> it's, like, it's like crazy. Very barest thread. <laughs> barest thread. Although there was a fun foreshadowing line. Did you get that when Clo- uh, I think it was Courtney was like, 
um oh what was it she wants when once chris gets really set on getting the chicken coop uh she's like one of her beverly hills friends has a chicken coop in the back of her 20 million dollar house and i was like you now you guys all have 20 million dollar houses hmm um and like you guys live in beverly hills they They were like hating on richer people and i was like you had no idea but it was was coming it was coming your way but yeah they go she wants a chicken coop they go to the feed barn although it did make me laugh when chris confuses she doesn't know the difference between pigeons and chickens she's truly so stupid she's like i love them also chloe had a line that made me laugh really hard it clearly stinks really bad at this like uh, feed barn and she goes <laughs> she said it smells like a dinosaur cave <laughs> It's really good. It was really good. Because it's like true, dinosaur. chickens are dinosaurs. I mean, oh, I never even thought that. Oh, it's smart. She's being smart. Um, uh, either that or r- really dumb. I don't know. I liked it, though. I liked it, too. And then they get these chickens, and there's another line that made me laugh when uh, Chris is trying to hold the chickens that they bought, and it's like the chicken is trying to get out of her arms, and she goes, she's jerking around. And then <laughs> Chloe, I think it's Chloe, says, she wants jerk chicken. And I was like that's stupid and i love it um and there's literally like so then they're all chasing these chickens around like kim's cornering it with a pool net and i was like this chicken wrangling scene is animal abuse no oh this would not fly in 2018 they are like the whole storyline like where they bring them inside it's like not cool and very problematic they're just like throwing chickens left and right and like like yeah whipping a giant pool net at them oh god and then so kylie's worried about these chickens in the cold calabasas winter Mm, that's true um and she says i think they or is it kylie or kendall i don't know i can't tell them i don't know yeah i'm not sure i think it's kendall um and so Chloe helps her bring the chickens in and put them in a bathtub, you know, where chickens love to be. Normal. Makes perfect Uh, sense. And then the chickens get out and Bruce, Caitlin, Caitlin finds the chicken in the bathtub, picks it up and says, you got some explaining to do. And then there's chickens all over the house, chickens sitting everywhere. All I know is they give the chickens away. And I just want to know, how much longer did they, did they live? minutes where did they do what did they do with the chickens i mean i could i i look we know how live animals and this family go <laughs> i'm starting to think these kardashians are like some kind of like they're not the illuminati they're like druids or something and they sacrifice animals constantly <laughs> they like soak in like virgin animal blood <laughs> I just don't know what's happening with animals with them. Yeah, then they, they get they get rid of these chickens and Chris goes, well, that was a failed hijinks, basically. And they move on without any chickens. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, this was not a winner, I would say. But, you know, we're getting, no. we're getting Honestly, further in. It wasn't, it wasn't a winner, winner chicken dinner. Oh, Marcy. I should go home now. I'm home. I should stop. This. No, you're perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what we need. Um, that was it. That's all I had. Um, we'll be back together next week. Um, and I'm sure there will be further uh, dramas. I'm sure our Kim and Kanye will have stirred some shit between now and then. Um, but I can't. They better they, have, like, they better start a new foundation or something, though. Yeah, they're sucks. they're really teetering. For people who have such fancy PR people, it's like they're really teetering. It's like they're making it hard 
to defend them basically ever you know what i mean it's like it's becoming either it's like you gotta agree yeah. with most people when they're hating on them now and it's like yeah man they just i need them yeah, to to do some good on Oprah's couch. yes god they really are they're really entering that realm but um we will cover it next week um in the meantime wow marcy it was so fun to feel like you were here in my little living room with me thanks uh, for calling me in of course well um have a great rest of your trip and in the meantime uh, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please rate and review. Um, check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. The page. Email us. Corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Guys, truly, if you email us, we'll email you back. If you have thoughts or opinions or anything about the what we do, um, email us so we can actually interact with you. Um, and in any case, thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. And bye. Bye. Hi there, I'm Shane Lennon, the host of Playing Favorites with Shane Lennon. Regardless if it's an Oscar winner or total garbage, everyone on earth has seen at least one movie an insane number of times and can recite whole scenes ad nauseum. So on my podcast, I want people to do just that. On Tuesdays, you will hear my guests and I discuss the movies they love, and then on Thursdays, we'll present to you our attempt at recreating these movies from start to finish. A- anything and everything can and will happen in our versions of these movies, so that's Playing Favorites with Shane Lennon on Campfire Media. Subscribe on Apple Podcast or your favorite listening app. Campfire.